With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Soiling the airwaves of West Michigan since 1993. Here's Rick Feist in the Flowerland Garden Show on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. friends from across the fruited and rooted plain. Happy Saturday morning to you broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show at DeVos Place downtown Grand Rapids. It's Rick, Doug, and Dusty engineer producer extraordinaire John Ilk is back in the studio. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. And with that opening, Doug, uh, that bump I heard since 1993, I feel old. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No, it's <laughs> we just... We do feel old, <laughs> The week that we've had, Rick, we yes, feel old. Yes, exactly. Good morning, it's spring. It's Good spring. morning. Exactly. Good morning, everyone. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. We'll be broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show, the return of the West Michigan Home and Garden Show after a... A couple year, well, actually a full, well, two year hiatus. Uh, one show was missed Correct. due to the Correct. pandemic. Yep, but we're back. And yeah. it's sim, uh, yeah, it's symbolic that the home and garden show has returned, and uh, spring is on its way. Spring 2022. Looking forward to it here on the Flowerland Show. Rick, Doug, and Dusty, we're broadcasting from the Flowerland space or booth. At the West Michigan Home and Garden Show, as a matter of fact, beautiful plants in here, furniture, and Dusty, I saw you eyeing that uh, painted lady or pink lady philodendron over there. You're going to buy another plant. I already have her. I picked her up last Saturday. You did? I did. I named her Jewel. Jewel. Yes, so she's beautiful. Wow. So a lot of beautiful plants down here and furniture, and it's just gorgeous, so come down and visit. Well, it'll cause you to uh, it'll cause you to feel like spring, and that's what what we're going to try to do on the show here this morning. Also, is help you feel a little bit like spring uh, by broadcasting from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show and interviewing a number of guests, where we're going to check in and see what they have to say about where we're going from here. And Doug, in a week when we learned that the gypsy moth. Many of our listeners interested in the gypsy the moth what? issue in the their what? communities. It's not the gypsy <laughs> it's moth not the, anymore. No, no. We're going to have to work hard at that one, though, don't you think? What are they calling it now, Doug? What the are they calling it? Spongy moth. The spongy moth. So that might be one that we may have to uh, try to retrain <laughs> our brains. Uh, I love the name, okay? Yep. But, you know, we've known gypsy moth or the moth forever. That's so that name. So for all our listening friends that are, for example, in Nuevo, where... They know what we're talking about. That 
I'm not going to say gypsy moth. I'll say the sponge. moth was a problem. Yeah. yeah, it makes me think of squ uh, square pants, sponge pants, or right. sponge pants, square bob, or what is it? SpongeBob square pants. Thank you, Dusty. <laughs> I tell my grandkids round pants, and then they got to correct me, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow, it's now the uh, spongy moth. And, and it's a great name, and it took a year and a half to uh, find this name, if you yeah. read the article, and, and the researchers did. But uh, And they love the name. It's because of the egg mass and the sponginess of the egg mass. Ah. That's how they came up with that name. So <laughs> we'll work at it. We'll, we'll try our best to remember the new name. <laughs> this is difficult for me. Remember Doug? Spongy. Remember Doug? Since yeah. 1993. <laughs> it's, okay. It's always been Gypsy Moth. Hey, I know. I know. And we're going to do that. Now it's Spongy Moth. Yeah. SpongeBob, come on. Rick, Doug, Dusty, John Ilk back at the studio. Thanks for joining us on your Saturday morning. We're going to give you a good swift kick in the plants. We'll trot, uh, chat and chat mm -hmm. and chat yep. with a number of very interesting people here who, with us, are kicking off spring 2022. You know, one of the things that uh, helps us kick off spring is the fact that uh, we're finally starting to see grass again. Yeah. Some of it's green. Some of it's brown. Some of it's still leaf. I see some green grass right behind you. I do. Yep. Sun. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the fascinating thing to me, again, being in the industry since when, how long, Doug? It's been long. Okay. Thank 77. You. <laughs> thank you. Um, lawnmowers and the evolution of lawnmowers. Now, yeah. I'm seeing, Doug, Doug, I'm seeing lawnmowers here that uh, are priced higher than many cars I have purchased in my lifetime. Yeah, I know. I know some of the cars you drove, though, too. Okay. Do you remember that $50 Toyota Corolla? I do. I, I, do. I do. I drove it for a year. 50 bucks, that Dusty, and I wow. sold it for 50 bucks. Wow. What something? year was that Corolla? Oh, that was years ago. I don't know. <laughs> But I got a year out of it for the 50 early bucks. 80s. <laughs> and I got my return on investment. So there you go. There you go. Anyhow, where was I going with this, Doug? Um, oh, lawnmowers. Yeah, lawnmowers. price of lawnmowers. Yeah. So I'm over there. Uh, and, and again, folks, we're broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show here at DeVos Place. And happy spring to you. Because yes. it, uh, it is definitely spring 2022. I'm looking at some of those lawnmowers. $12,000? Yeah, but 12, look what they can do. Did you sit on it? Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. They go around in circles. They, I mean... $12,000 for a lawnmower. It has a USB port where you can plug in your smartphone. That's a must. Yeah. All kinds of lighting. Of course, uh, a cup holder for your beverage. Gotta right? have that. Gotta have that for your coffee. <laughs> oh, coffee. Oh, coffee, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Dusty. Dusty, we know. <laughs> or your Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, amazing. So then, after I get over the shock of, of those lawnmowers, I go look at some other lawnmowers. Now, these lawnmowers are a trend within the industry, and that is robot lawnmowers. I like that mm. when I see that display, yep. In other words, you program this thing. Mm -hmm. And you set the time that it's going to cut the grass, what days it's going to cut the grass. For example, you could program it to cut the grass at midnight. It's quiet. Mm -hmm. And right away, things start to run through my head. Okay? For example, <laughs> we know of uh, certain 
individuals who take packages off of front porches. And so I asked the gentleman, what keeps someone at midnight driving by, seeing your little lawnmower walking away in the lawn, uh, what keeps somebody from grabbing it and taking off with it? And he went on to show me how this thing is synced to your smartphone. For example, if it were to hit a stick or a branch and it's stuck in place, well, then uh, it sets off an alarm, and you know to go out there. Get a little alert. Yeah. Yeah. Lift it off it. Uh, a little but who's mowing their yard at midnight? I, I want to know. Well, I mean, you're not doing it. The robot's <laughs> doing it. So let it work. I don't set it at midnight. But I ain't getting up to lift it off that sk- uh, stick. Here's the cool thing. So the lawnmower is out there at midnight, and it's uh, working away and uh, cutting the grass, and somebody tries to steal it. You try to pick that thing up, it's going to make the loudest alarms Mm. and noises. Your phone's going to go off and Mm. wake you up. And and this lawnmower has GPS tracking, like the Garmin watch that I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. GPS. So if someone were to try and get away with that lawnmower, Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to find it. Track it down. Yep. What a world we live in. I know. And that's just one of many booths down here that you can be looking at. Sure. New items. Sure, exactly. Of course, in the Flowerland booth, too, beautiful furniture, wind chimes, houseplants. I love those alocasias. Mm-hmm. I love alocasias, or as our listeners know them as, elephant ears. Yes. Because a plant like that instantaneously gives you the feel of the tropics around your pool or your hot tub or your deck or wherever you may be. It's the, it's the way to go. Perfect it's patio plant. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it as as people walk by, they got to touch it. Yes. You know, yes. got to feel it. So. Now but, that's the interesting. By the way, that's the interesting thing about plants. Again, working in the industry. Yep. At Flowerland, people want that's that's one of the senses is that touch. Touch. touch yep. is Touching one. the alocasia, or for example, in horticulture, if a plant, we call it tomentose, or to, or the botanical name has tomentosum in it, mm-hmm. it means hairy or soft. And people want yep. to touch that, like a lamb's ear. Yep. Or for example... Or a viburnum the, that you did this morning. Oh, that viburnum <laughs> is absolutely incredible. Uh, Doug, what kind of ver- viburnum is that? It's Carlesii, yep. Carlesii Fragrant viburnum. viburnum is common name, fragrant, yeah. So, Dusty, I told you to go over there. What did you do? It, it, it just smells like spring. It's so beautiful. It's intoxicating. Mm, it is. It? You just want to sit there and just let it linger across your face. And I love viburnums. I love viburnums because the beautiful spring blooms mm-hmm. and the berries for wildlife mm-hmm. or for color. And then when we get to fall, the color is just spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep, and that's a great one. It's, it's it's not heavy like the double file, which is a little bit bigger foliage, a little bit more denser. You know that you've talked about many times. Uh, this is one that's really got some character. You know, any West Michigan yard should have a viburnum in it or two. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, they're really, really pretty. They really are. And I'm sticking with it. We're going to take a break here on the Flowerland Show. Thanks for joining us on your Saturday morning here on Wood Radio. We are going to uh, be back and chat with some folks here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Give you a spring feel and a education. Coming up at 2 o'clock today. 2 o'clock on the garden stage. I'll give a presentation. I need to change my plants. Would love to see you down here. 2 o'clock today on the garden stage. Let's talk. 
quick break. Back after this. Stay tuned. Bringing lawn and order to West Michigan and the world. This is the Flowerland Garden Show on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Things you want to feel, I'll give you anything to feel it coming. Morning. All right, we're going to chat with some folks this morning and have them use their tulips and speak to us, and you will benefit our listening audience across the fruited and rooted plain good morning it's the flowerland show broadcasting on wood radio we're broadcasting live from the west michigan home and garden show devos place look who's stepped up to the uh table here a good friend the czar of show span <laughs> she doesn't admit it though the czar i try to talk to her about that of the home and garden show carolyn all how are you carolyn it's a good day i'm great you know, great. it is a good day because this is for me, and I think for many people, symbolic. It's the return of the Home and Garden Show after everything uh, we've gone through, you've gone through in the past few years, uh, our listening audience. And uh, I really believe that uh, during that time, Ameri America has discovered a new green world. And uh, today, you're going to give them an opportunity to uh, experience some of that. Definitely. That's one of the things um, coming into finally being able to do the show again this year that, uh, that was important for us to be sure we were aware of in our thinking and is bringing in the new, bringing in the fold, right? Exactly. There's the, the lot of new people who wouldn't have ever considered uh, the show their show, who now um, really are into gardening and vegetable gardening in particular. And uh, we, w you know, wanted to make sure that they all know, nope, this is, this is where you need to be. This is, we're here for you. This is what we're doing. And, uh, and it's been, it's been great. It's been a long couple of years, but it's, uh, it's emotional to be back and see everyone and uh, and see everyone seeing each other too it really is a community we've built here over the years it's stunk not being able to experience that stunk. yeah good word stunk, <laughs> stunk. you and know that i had a skunk in my backyard he wandered into the pond he stank to the bottom <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, that's okay we actually had two skunk incidences during the pandemic Talk about stinking. No yes. Isn't that something? Yeah, it is stinky. That's an experience. I know. But, uh, oh, you mean at home? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We're, no. You know, we're <laughs> experiencing social distancing and masks and remote work and virtual schooling and sheltering at home, and then you have a skunk that joins the party. <laughs> it was really a bad Pepe idea. Pepe Le Pew. But yeah. It was. Pepe well, Le Pew. He's cute. But anyway, back to the home and garden congratulations show. Congratulations yeah, on uh, persevering yeah. and uh, presenting this to the general public and we invite people to come on down today and tomorrow to the West Michigan Home and Garden Show at DeVos Place. Before I forget, Carolyn, uh, mention to the folks listening on air, what are the hours of the show today and tomorrow? Today we are 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and tomorrow we are 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. So lots of time. I know, you know, there's uh, it's warming up outside, but really, what are you going to do? I say walk to the Home and Garden Show. There you <laughs> go. I love it. If you're going to go for a walk, just walk yourself down here to the Home and Garden Show. Yeah, did and I see that right? 50s today? Yes. Yeah. 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 But Maybe not, you know, 60? yeah, but, you know, still overcast. It's not going right. to get really 
nice till the end of the day, but just nice enough to make it. You don't need your coat, you know, just hop in your car and come on down to the show. But we, we're, th- we're th- just thrilled. It really is a great weekend. It's a great coming back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Back and uh, just kind of redemption, just what behind you is behind you, and there's only looking forward from now on. We're chatting to uh, with Carolyn Alt uh, from Showspan, Showspan Management, uh, which puts on this uh, wonderful show, the Home and Garden Show, to help all of West Michigan and folks from beyond who travel from far and wide to get a kick in the plants and. Uh, recognize the fact that uh, spring has arrived. Uh, Doug Dusty Carolyn called me a few months ago on the phone and said, hey Rick, will you uh, speak on the garden stage? I said, I know exactly what to talk about. I need to change my plants. (laughs) And uh, what I'm going to do... We tell you that often. (laughs) Yes, at 2 o'clock today. That's right. If I didn't have Doug, I'd just be lost. (laughs) Sometimes Uh, we get lost together. uh, At 2 o'clock, I'm going to talk about the 20 reasons why you should have a relationship with plants. And Carolyn, I know... Uh, for, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you have kids who have developed an interest in houseplants. Is you, that correct? You, that is exactly correct. One of them should be appearing here any minute. But yes, um, again, you know, I think fostered through the pandemic and being at home and having her room become her school and, you know, just spending mm-hmm. so much time. And uh, she has, uh, that was a big Christmas present to her was, uh, the opportunity to shop and Andrew's, you know, teaching her how to take care of them. And even just last night I saw there's a little succulent kind of hiding on her bookcase. And I said, you're not forgetting about that, are you? And she said, no, no, I know that's up there. So Carolyn, you know, they're stuck on plants when they start sneaking them in the house. (laughs) You find them. Yes, right. that is true. Spending their money on plants, which is a wonderful thing. Thing, young buds. All right. 
an opportunity to give the show a plug here, uh, Carolyn. Invite people down here to the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Well, come on down to the Home and Garden Show. It, I love relationship with plants. We have a relationship with each other. It is a community. And, um, you know, okay, I'm sorry. I don't have time for this. I'm telling a story. I have been <laughs> caring for. You cut me problem. off, right? I, I, can't, I have to tell this story. I've been caring for one little plant in my office my office has no sunlight nothing and i'm like if i can't keep a plant alive here i can't be alive here so i've got this plant i put it on the windowsill every weekend rushing around moving getting ready for shows i knock the thing to the ground i mean i was practically in tears yeah. i was like what i am so angry at myself and everyone's like what is wrong and i'm like my plant <laughs> picked it up cared for it. you know i was like it's okay i'm sorry i'm talking to it for but you know it's a symbol of what we've been doing here at the show and you know we got knocked down and we're back and we're taking care of each other so come down to the home and garden show if you've got home improvement needs we're here for you but if you're a gardener and you love vegetable gardening or you want to finally get into it come down to the home and garden show join our community Absolutely. my friend my friend this show is podcast and what you just said is recorded and <laughs> i love it you said something i've never heard before and i'm going to remember it and that is if a plant can't live here then i can't live here. that was poignant <laughs> that was wow and that's how I feel about my office. I We moved into that office a long, long time ago. And with the idea that we would rotate who gets the windows. And once you move in, that's not going to happen. And at a certain point, I was like, oh. I... I got to have some green plants in here and they and you know it's ridiculous that I can't keep them alive. I'm here. We're going to be here together. Okay, I want you to do something for me. Here's what you're going to do cuz we're going to a break here on the Flowerland show. Folks, it's Carolyn Alt show span and we invite you down to the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. The doors open at 10 o'clock today. Here's what I want you to do. Okay. I want you to say if a plant can't live here, I can't live here and then I want you to drop the mic. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. If a plant can't live here, I can't live here. Oh, that <laughs> is beautiful. I have goosebumps. We're going to take a break uh. here on the Flowerland Show, broadcasting live from downtown Grand Rapids, the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. I hope you're feeling the spirit. I hope you're feeling that spring is definitely on its way. Because if a plant can't live here, we can't live. We'll be back. The news is next. Stay tuned. Making wetting your plants an acceptable lifestyle. Now more of Rick Dog and Dusty Miller with the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. All right, my friends, across the fruited and rooted plain, maintain your composture. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. You can visit myflowerland.com. You can visit thankyouverymulch.com. Of course, Flowerland represented here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show at DeVos Place. Uh, the show is taking place all day today and tomorrow, so stop on by. We would love to see you and give you a kick in the plants in the process. Two o'clock today, I will give a presentation uh, on the garden stage. I need to change my plants. So, Dusty, how are you? I am fantastic. 
It feels good to be out of the hockey booth, isn't it? It does, and what a beautiful day. It's going to be near 60, and it's just a great day to be here. Are you anxious for spring? I am. I think a lot of people are. We're ready to start getting in the dirt, whether you're inside or outside, and just relaxing and enjoying everything. There's no question. I want to just fall face first into a lawn somewhere (laughs) and just breathe for a few minutes. Yep. I really do. <laughs> yep. The ground's still hard, Rick. It would mess up it my would, suit. Yeah, here. My you like this bit. suit? I do. I love blue. So anything blue is. Me too. Yep. Yeah. My favorite color. <laughs> the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. We want to give a uh, big th- uh, thank you very much. Great to have him back, John Ilkin. They, uh, Absolutely. Yes. Our friend John, and he's back there engineering the Flowerland Show here for you folks on your Saturday morning. Thank you very much, John. Oh, look who just walked up. Mark Witte, and Mark, for me, he's somebody who makes me look short. (laughs) (laughs) There's a few people in your life that make you look short, though. So, you know, (laughs) compliments to Mark, but... uh... (laughs) Mark Witte, Witte Lawn Maintenance. Mark, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am doing great. Glad to be back on the show again this morning. You ready to start cutting grass? We are getting ready. The machines are coming out and getting serviced and ready to go. Good. Do you cut the grass? I have not for about 25 years. <laughs> so well, you started there. I started there you in started. high school Got and it. then uh, moved on to the design build end of our business. Were you doing the little push behind or were you I, able I did it all. You did it all. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Mark uh, Witty, by the way, Mark, earlier in the show I was mentioning uh, the let's call it the the metamorphosis or the evolution of lawnmowers the deck sizes on some of these lawnmowers, it take like five minutes to get the lawn done. I, it, does this amaze you how that industry has evolved? It is. I mean, we, uh, we, we run everything from a 22-inch push mower all the way up to we have mowers with 11-foot wide decks. Wow. What? To, yeah, large park and sport, sport athletic fields. Wow, wow. So, Mark, in your uh, career, for our listeners, across the fruited and rooted plain, um, what is the key to having a nice lawn, in your opinion? You've got all these people now, this, you know, I call snow the great equalizer. It's the great, because when it snows, everybody's lawn looks the they same. They do, yes. But when it melts, now you got Not the, so much. the doggy doo-doo out there, you've got the leaves from last fall, you got all you, weeds, you know, that sort of thing. In your opinion, uh, helping people across West Michigan with their lawns, what do you think is the key to a nice lawn? I mean, the food. The food. The grass needs its proper nutrients. I think that's number one. And then a close tie for second is proper sunlight and water. Okay. But if it if that turf does not have the proper nutrients, doesn't matter how much water you give it or how much sunlight it gets, it is going to struggle eventually. And the color could be off and whatever else because of the nutrients, right? Correct. Yeah. So how soon should people be thinking about... Uh dealing with i mean it's a little early to get out there we may be anxious but it's a little early right it is a little early we typically at our company wait till earlier part of april before we're out on the lawns putting fertilizer down every year is a little different sometimes it's middle april but that's kind of our gauge is spring break time we're starting to get out there and put some uh, fertilizer down yeah key is not uh, to do it too early soon we'll be measuring the uh, soil temperature yes uh, 
As a matter of fact, Dusty, uh, what I do, uh, what what I do, Dusty, is did I knock something? I'm knocking stuff over here. Typical of me. <laughs> uh, what I do is I have a soil thermometer in my vehicle, and from time to time, I'll just pull over into somebody's yard, and I'm there measuring the uh, uh, because our good friend Mark, the professor. Uh, rest in peace is uh, uh, that's what he would do and he taught me how to do that measuring the soil temp when the soil temperatures get to 60 degrees or warmer that's when everything wake uh, up breaks loose yeah and mark that's when everybody wants it all at once right that's right uh, when that when those temperatures break and things warm up they want it done yesterday yeah exactly the landscape side of it mark uh, plant material we continue to see new introductions uh, do your customers who uh, hire you for a landscape, witty lawn maintenance. Uh, are they looking for some of these new varieties of plant material? Yeah, I mean, we work for a wide variety of people uh, and customers and, you know, from, hey, I just want the very basic low maintenance to I want the newest thing out there that sometimes I haven't even heard of yet. <laughs> and I got to hop on Mr. Google and figure out what this is. No, 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 no. It's, Mark, on this show, it's not Google. It is the search engine of your choice. Okay, sorry. The search engine of your choice. Our listeners want me to say We know what his choice is. <laughs> No, but it, it's incredible the, the varieties that come out every year, the new color mixes you see in flowers and, and leaf colors, uh, the, the dwarf species and reduced height and size um, so that some of these older plants that are really large, we can get into tighter spaces. Absolutely. I love working with that stuff. Well, well that, the thing I appreciate about these nurserymen is their, their hardscape abilities and the creativity yeah. there to, to work with plants, hardscapes, and I've seen some of Mark's work uh, amazing, what these guys can dream or think of. Um, there's so much character to it, from the rocks to the buildings to the structures to whatever. And for our listeners at home, that is a uh, professional horticulturist ter term, hardscaping. It essentially means anything you don't have to water or won't freeze Correct. in April. Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah. Like stones and patios and that sort of thing. And Mark, with the, uh, with the pandemic over the past couple years, we have found that people have developed a real appreciation for that additional room on their home, and that is their outdoor living space. Absolutely. We have installed more patios over the last couple of years than any time in our, our business history. Uh, people just want to kind of move outside. They want to get away from the technology and the ties of inside, enjoy that Michigan summer outside, mm -hmm. you know, start up the camp, the fireplace and roast some marshmallows as a family. I, I like to call it create memories. Exactly. Just create those family memories. It could be around the, the grill, you know, the dining room table, the fireplace. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, as I said, we're looking forward to green lawns. You have businesses like Mark's Business, Witty Lawn Maintenance. You have Flowerland. We have uh, four-step plans and whatever else you would need to give your lawn a jump start and to green your lawn because, as Mark said, that outdoor living space, we can't wait to kick off our shoes and walk barefoot. Uh, through the lawn. I was just or in, dive headfirst into the uh, grass. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in Florida a few weeks ago, and we are blessed here in West Michigan with cool season grasses. For example, Flowerland sells bulk grass seeds, yes. uh, blends, and mixes many, which are predominantly Kentucky bluegrass. We're blessed with these cool season Michigan grasses. You go down to Florida. I don't necessarily want to take my shoes off because that Bermuda grass—they look like razor blades yeah. to me. Yeah, a little sharp, huh? A little sharp. So you didn't take your shoes, off, socks off? Not soft and tense. No. Soft and, no, I didn't. No. I thought you might. 
I did fall face first yeah. on the lawn, but uh, yes, uh, because uh, that's uh, that's definitely what we want. Mark, you are here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Before we let you go, how how do people find you today? Uh, we are at uh, located at Garden B. It's uh, one of the first gardens and uh, one of the main entrances, and uh, we got a great outdoor living space for people to come check out, relax, and enjoy. Kick their feet up for a little bit on the f- wonderful furniture that we have, and uh, it's just a great space. And you can't dive face first into the grass yet, but you can stick your face into <laughs> a hyacinth and get a nice yeah. whiff of spring. Mark, if that I- is spring. Mark, if I fell face first in your display, you'd probably call security, wouldn't you? Uh, for you, I might, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Mark Witty, <laughs> Witty Lawn uh, Maintenance. Mark, have a wonderful show. And by the way, as a parting gift, I'm going to give you a copy of my third book here, I Need to Change My Plants. Two o'clock today, I'll be talking about how I need to change my plants here on the garden stage. And uh, Mark, thank you very much for what you do for the industry, but also for being a friend. All right. Well, thank you very much for having me on. I can't wait to dive into this book. All right. Thanks, Mark. We'll take a break here on the Flowerland Show and check it out over there. Yes. She's back. She's back. <laughs> Leslie Hart Davidson. She's going to join us next here on the Flowerland Show. She's going to be doing some presentations here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. And I know, uh, I know this lady. She, Dusty, she's a kick in the plants. All right. Get ready. Leslie Hart Davidson. If you aren't awake, is next. we'll be awoke. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. We'll take a break here on the Flowerland Show. Make sure to visit myflowerland.com. Look for Flowerland in social media. And thank you very much.com. It's Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning. Stay tuned. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Proudly making entree manures in West Michigan since 1993. It's the Flowerland Garden Show here on Wood Radio. Broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show, it's Rick Doug. E. 
John Ilk back at the studio. Thank you very much for sharing your Saturday morning with us if you haven't already picked up on it. Spring 2022 has arrived and we're celebrating it here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. We're broadcasting live from the Flowerland booth and boy, look who stepped into the booth here. Leslie Hart Davidson. <laughs> Leslie, good to see you. It is so good to be back and just, I'm just delighted to put my eyes on your face again. Isn't it great? <laughs> yes. That, it feels oh, normal. Yay. It's normal. It feels mm -hmm. normal. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It feels normal and uh, spring is arriving. Leslie Hart Davidson, she uh, is here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show this past weekend. We've chatted with her before here on the Flowerland Show, but this is... Um, uh, this is an important time because uh, Leslie has written a gorgeous book. It's a new book out called Food is Love, and she's going to be making presentations here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. As a matter of fact, all of our listeners across the fruited and rooted plain know that if you're growing peas or growing some cucumbers or tomatoes or whatever it may be, food is love. It's wonderful to walk into the backyard and... Uh, and grab that uh, grab some food i i was thinking maybe you were doing the pressure cooker thing but that's not <laughs> i do the pressure cooker thing i throw stuff in a pot and go hope this works it's a lot of pressure <laughs> that involved. is a lot of pressure <laughs> <laughs> tell us about the book food is love oh well as an interior designer and as someone who has lost a lot of family members um, it's not a situation where, as I'm cooking, I can call up grandma or call up mom or dad and mm -hmm. say, now, tell me again how you make this recipe. <laughs> so I wanted to give folks an opportunity to realize how important it is and how cooking in any way, whether it is gourmet or just something you put on a table, mm -hmm. is an act of love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I wrote this book, Food is Love, over the pandemic to honor the memories of all of my family who were all great cooks mm -hmm. and whether they were good at it or not it was always an expression of of love sure. being able to put food on the table and it was also a story about how i cared for my big brother he had cancer i had the the opportunity to take care of him even though it was a long drive back to ohio wow. for five months um wow. it realizing that you you give and you show up and mm -hmm. one way that i was able to help him is by cooking for him wow yeah, wow. so always an act of love. And the memories that were created in the process. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So Food is Love is a memoir, and it's a cookbook with all sorts of fantastic recipes that come from family and friends. And it's also an interior design book about kitchens. And it's such a beautiful... Wow, and you fit all that in that book. Dusty, I, amazing, Dusty. isn't it? Dusty, hand me a Kleenex over there. <laughs> Man, you're getting to That's me, great. Leslie. That. Mm. And when did you go through that with your brother? In 2017, 2018. Okay. Yeah, so oh. I've had some time to process, and I, and especially with the, the pandemic and how many people have reignited their love of cooking and being home so often, yeah. realizing that it, it doesn't have to be a, a super fancy meal. Any food that you put on the table, if done with care and concern, is an act of love. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, for somebody like you who is in interested in interior design, mm -hmm. I see what you do in social media, um, our home, our living space. I would guess that your industry and the work that you do was uh, much sought after and uh, a, a new appreciation developed during the, uh, the pandemic for what it is you do. 
Indeed, significantly sought after, and I'm very happy to have the opportunity to have helped so many people, especially as they realize what their kitchens weren't doing for them during that time. Yeah. So the more time you spend in that space, you think, hmm, maybe this isn't right. And it's it's great to have a beautiful kitchen. It's more important to have a functional kitchen that works for you. Yeah, so I see you and I are going to be competing because you're going to be oh, on the I'm stage sorry uh, discussing that. You're going to lose oh, today. No. No, you're at you're at four o'clock. I'm at two o'clock. Still competing. <laughs> but but talk to me about that kitchen concept again. You walk into the backyard, you get yourself some tomatoes, some carrots, some mm -hmm. beans. You're back in the kitchen. Uh, it, our kitchens as gardeners uh, are an important part of our living space. I mean, give us a little tease. What do I need in my kitchen or what makes my kitchen a great living space in your opinion? Because, Leslie, I don't know if you've heard this, but food is love. <gasps> it is? Oh. <laughs> Big ticker there. <laughs> so, uh, one thing that I'll be talking about in the seminar is a guide that, that I created, which is an audit okay. for your kitchen. It's called Groceries to Leftovers. Ooh. And whether the groceries mean going out in your backyard and picking all the things that you've grown or coming in from the store with that bag in your hands so the moment you walk in where you set those groceries to the time that you put the leftovers away and have all the dishes done mm -hmm. every step throughout there I'm going to talk about that and also have a free digital download for folks to get as well Ooh. so that they can do an audit of their own can you do that Rick a in digital your show? download? In your show? Um, <laughs> no. We'll talk about it during the commercial break. Here, Leslie, I want to give you one of my books uh, as a parting gift. Oh, sure. I need to change my plants, and it's been nice talking. No, I'm just kidding. You know, if, if people could see, the, and I'm sure they could, uh, this book, it's so beautiful. Food is love. As a matter of fact, if people want one of these books, how do they get one, Leslie? They just walk up and see me after the seminar, and I would be glad to inscribe it in any way. And they can take a look at all of the beautiful photos and the fun wow. stories. Mm. So many good things in there. Wow. You mm -hmm. know, there are gardening tips that are passed on through the generations from grand grandfathers to, you know, I remember working in the garden with my dad, and I still utilize some of the things that, even though I didn't realize as a kid I was being taught, I was being taught. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he also developed in me a, a great appreciation for things like soil and plants and roots and that sort of thing. We do the same thing with food, don't we? Absolutely. From the time my daughter was super tiny, I had her in the kitchen with me. Now she is super picky and won't eat anything. <laughs> However, she knows how to cook for herself because she's watched Mama do it so very, very often. And just being with or near and seeing the process and seeing the love and care. Yeah. is very important to be able to pass on. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Hey, Leslie, we always talk uh, as gardeners about the fact that, uh, you know, we love the curb appeal of our landscape. Mm -hmm. You know, people driving by going, boy, I wish I had those plants. <laughs> you know, or there's certain plants in my landscape I know that when they come into bloom, people are going to press the doorbell and say, excuse me for interfering, but I want to know what that plant is. Right. Right? Like a hyacinth bean or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But as gardeners, we also like to tell people to view their landscape, their garden, from the inside of the home also. How it looks from in... Because that landscape is there to benefit you. It's it's a form of therapy, so to speak. Oh, absolutely, yes. And is food therapy, too? Food is absolutely therapy. And even being in, in the kitchen can be therapy, too. I 
had the opportunity to remodel my kitchen in 2018, and it is my happy place. Mm. So every design decision I made would be so that my eyes could feast on the, the gorgeous quartz countertop and look at the detail of the, the wood cabinets and the, the beauty of the, um, the antique island that I have sure. and all the memories that yeah. are going to happen around that table. So okay, being so able I, to see it in that way. So I've got a tough question for you then. Uh -oh, so if the okay. kitchen is that important, mm -hmm. I need this pointer from you. Yes. If the kitchen is that important, what color should the walls be in the kitchen? <laughs> Folks, if we were on camera, you should see the look she's giving me right now. What color should the walls be, Leslie? I'm putting you on the spot. Whatever makes you happy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, there's another poignant you statement didn't... that we got to mark down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whatever, makes, Whatever you makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. do you, boo. Yes. So, Whatever makes you happy. You know, mm -hmm. that, makes, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Do you have a favorite recipe from Food is Love? Is there a favorite of yours? Jim Hart's Meatballs. Jim that's, Hart's meatballs. There's a that's story. My dad. Oh, that there's one. absolutely a story. That's the beginning story of the whole book, um, because my relationships can be repaired through food. Ah. And parents got divorced when I was a teenager, and I was, I was a little angry at my dad for sure. a while. Sure. And the way that we got back on track is that he kept putting forth effort when I would come home from school. He wow. would say, Les, come over, come over, I'll feed you, I'll feed you. I'm like, man, I'm mad at you, but meatballs. <laughs> meatballs. Oh, to the yes. heart. Right I to the heart. Meatballs. Right to the heart, yes. So when, when he passed away um, in 2005, two months after my daughter was born, the first thing that I took from his house was that avocado green crock pot from 1970. Uh, it's got to be avocado green or harvest gold. That's one right. Or the other. Yeah. Mine was avocado <laughs> green. And that is the crock pot where he made those meatballs for me. So every time I make them, set it out on the counter and the, the little clinking of the glass lid that doesn't really fit well oh, anymore. I love it. And it's got little chips in it and it's got yes, memories. It does. Like how many yeah. pieces of glass did I eat <laughs> over the last 40 years? Yeah. Oh, yep. yep. All the memories. All the memories. Her See? name it is, is uh, it is love. Leslie <laughs> Hart Davidson. Oh my word. It's so wonderful to see you. Her beautiful book Food is Love. Get a copy of it. She's here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show today. Say hi to her. I'm going to buy a copy and I'm going to make some meatballs. Leslie. <laughs> oh yay. Thank Have a you. wonderful show. Thanks, you too. Another hour of the Flowerland Show coming your way after the news. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning broadcasting live from the Home and Garden Show at DeVos Place. We'll be back. Soiling the airwaves of West Michigan since 1993. Here's Rick Feist in the Flowerland Garden Show on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. Okie dokie, artichoke, my friends, across the fruited and rooted plain, it's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. Hey, thanks to everyone, too, who downloads the Flowerland Show podcast during the week. Engineer producer extraordinaire John Ilk back at the studio. He posts that podcast on a weekly basis. You can share it with friends and neighbors. You can find it right there at myflowerland.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. It's Rick. Doug and Dusty on your Saturday morning. John, John Ilk back at the uh, studio. And 
Guys, as we start off the second hour, I got to mention a, a story that I saw in the news. We, on the Flowerland show, whenever we have uh, Don Snoink mm -hmm. on the show to talk about bees or Mike yep. Connor, uh, it's, uh, it's fascinating and it lights up the phone lines. And this past week in the news, I saw a story where this past February in Las Vegas, there's a neighborhood where people were getting covered with some kind of mystery liquid coming out of the sky. Mm. Uh-oh. Toxic. <laughs> kind of, at least they thought it was toxic, according to, uh, let's see, it's 13 Action News there in okay. Las Vegas. Well, comes to find out that the mystery liquid falling from the sky is bee frass. Oh, boy. You know what frass is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like your granddaughter would say, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has got a poop. Everybody's <laughs> got a poop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> bee frass coming from the, uh, the skies. Now, it, it, they say, of course, it's harmless. Okay. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Mm -hmm. But to think that there's that volume where a neighborhood would take yeah. notice and, and things are getting sticky and messy. Have you ever heard anything like that? I have not, but what happens in Vegas can stay in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Dusty. You're right. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, even if it's B-Frass. Yes. And that was all That's the gross. Yeah. This, it's gross this past week. Rick, Doug, and Dusty broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. By the way, I want to point out just real quickly uh, as we start this second hour, uh, a friend of mine who I highlighted in my third book, I Need to Change My Plants, and I'll be giving a presentation on the garden stage uh, this afternoon at 2 o'clock. I need to change my plants, why plants should be a part of your life, why you should have a relationship with plants. But it was exactly a year ago that Ted Sapansky died. Ted is one of the Oakleys uh, in the book, uh, one of the people that influenced my life, like Virgil Westdale. And uh, it's already been a year since Ted passed away. What a year. And what a man. Yeah. 
104 years old. Uh, his friend Rick, who is a friend of mine, calls him Super Dad, and he was a Super Dad, a Superman. And uh, I was blessed to get to know him in my life. He's highlighted in my book, I Need to Change My Plants, a true Oakley. Ted Sapansky uh, passed away a year ago at the age of uh, 104 or 105 years young. Rick will correct me on that. But regardless, yeah. when you get to be that age, you have a lot of wisdom. You do. Let me tell you. All right, look who's walking over to the table here. I've been looking forward to this. Diane Devereaux, better known as the Canning Diva. Diane, how are you? I am awesome. Thank you for having me on again this year. This is fun. It's good to see you someplace else other than Facebook for once, That's right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Face to face in the flesh. Oh my gosh. We exist. <laughs> we exist. We exist. We exist and it's spring. So we're going to talk for our listeners across the fruited and rooted plain about pressure canning, pressure cooking, taking those wonderful, delicious, healthy, nutritious vegetables, vegetables. from our garden, from our container, and, uh, and packaging uh, them or putting them away or preserving them or consuming them. That's mm -hmm. the best part. Mm -hmm. The best part. Oh, yeah. With, uh, with Diane. And as a matter of fact, uh, Diane, I see your book here, The Complete Guide to pressure canning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm very proud of this one. This one is actually uh, becoming quite the seller. I've uh, been blessed to sell over 120,000 copies. Oh, so. wow. Hot wow. diggity, yeah. Hot diggity. It's you know why? It's because people are gardening more. People are wanting to put food up. They want to have a whole meal on the jar. They want their vegetables that they spend all that time growing. They want that to savor. They don't. Of course, they're going to give some away. But mm -hmm. you know, towards the end of the season, you don't want to end up giving it to so many neighbors where they start locking their door. Exactly. Because they've given them so much zucchini, you don't know what to do with it. Diane, you fill a grocery bag, <laughs> you set it on the front <laughs> steps, you ring the doorbell, and you run. Yes, yeah. exactly. Ding dong. Zucchini. Ditch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I am having a blast at the show because people are, are loving this. They're needing this. Mm -hmm. um, many individuals are getting um, enough salsa and pickles yep. on, in their pantry, and they want to expand that now. And, and the way to do that is to learn how to pressure can. And uh, majority of people are coming to the booth going, I'm scared to death of this thing. Oh, oh stick too. around. Yeah. I'm going to make sure you're not by the time you leave this weekend. Yeah, so you take the fear out of it. Something, mm -hmm. uh, something along the lines of what we try to do, take the fear out of gardening, as I always tell people. As a matter of fact, I was just telling a young lady here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show, uh, if you haven't killed any plants, you're not trying hard <laughs> enough. So keep killing some plants, and yeah, you're going to learn yeah. as you go. And probably the same uh, applies to pressure canning, you're going to make a few mistakes. Absolutely. It's going to happen. We're not perfect. And the mm -hmm. best way to learn is to fumble a few jars up. That's that's normal. Sure. But don't give up. That's the key. You don't. You just keep on trucking. And that's why I put this guide together, because I gave you everything you need to know. Soup to nuts, from start to finish. I even help you decide on what pressure canner to purchase, mm -hmm. because that sometimes can be overwhelming going into the store or nowadays going online. And uh, they just don't they don't know. I remember the pressure cookers of old uh, on the stove, and then they start to heat up, and then this little device on the top starts jiggling and making all kinds of noise. I mean, do they make pressure cookers now where they take the jiggle out of it? We still got the jiggle, baby. That's still there. Oh, we still have those. We still have them. But we have come a long way. Yes, long live the jiggle. We're not getting rid of that. But we haven't. We have incorporated new technology. Uh, we even have digital canners. Uh, Presto came out with a 12-quart digital canner, so it's a 
beautiful thing because you don't have to listen to the jiggle. You don't have to watch a dial. You set it, and what's that old term from that, that show? Set forget it and forget it. it. Yes, forget exactly. It. Forget a, yes. about it. You can go do some chores, go take a shower. <laughs> you know? It's a blessing. So, Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's start going through the steps here a minute then. Uh, of course, you're going to be talking on the the home stage uh, today a few times. Yeah, correct? I've got uh, a one o'clock on the garden to table stage. I have a three o'clock on the cooking stage. So if you are listening in and you are wanting to learn how to pressure can at one o'clock, that's what I'm focusing on. I'm going to go through the various canners, the various steps. We're going to talk about that dreaded word botulism. You know, we're going to really Whoa. dive into it. And I again remove the fear. I want I want people to leave here feeling confident and jazzed up and excited to get their garden going and and put it into jars you know and then at three o'clock we're focusing on meals in a jar so I will show you how to use some of that food that you've put up um, for instance chicken pot pie filling variety of vegetables I'm gonna show you how to cook with it and I'm gonna show you how to make meals from it so I like that mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the thing that I like most about it is that you're speaking at one o'clock and three o'clock so I don't have to compete with you <laughs> Good for when you. When I give yeah. my talk at 2 o'clock today, I need to change my plan. A lot of pressure. Speaking of pressure. Yeah. No. Da -da -da -da. Speaking of pressure. Yes. Well, that's right. cool. You're at 2 o'clock. What is your? What is yours at 2 o'clock today? Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a parting gift here. Here's oh, a book. Thank you. I need to change my plants. Why we should have a relationship with plants. Well, we, sh we should also have a relationship are you giving me a I'm book? I'm giving you a gift because oh, you got so that nice. jiggle. Let's talk jiggle. Now you've got a, a copy now of I the complete jiggle. guide to pressure canning. Yes. There we Thank go. Thank you very much. Thank That's you. wonderful. Her name is Diane Devereaux. She is the canning diva. And Diane, by the way, your website. What's your website? Canningdiva.com. That yep. would make sense. Yep. Super easy. And then what I have on there, and I encourage everyone to do, is sign up for my newsletter. Because as things evolve throughout the year, we, I create new recipes. That's how you stay connected. Um, especially, I do actually give some gardening tips. I give some dehydration tips. Like, we focus on holistically everything garden to jar. Fantastic. May, uh, hopefully, we've given you a little taste here, folks. And what we're going to do is ask Diane to stick around. We'll take a break here on the Flowerland Show. And then uh, we're going to give you, uh, we're going to have Diane give you some pointers. When we come back, how do you do this pressure canning thing? How do you put the food in the jar? How do you preserve it? And uh, make sure that you, uh, you do it right. Because we need help. And we'll do it all with a little jiggle. Yeah. A little jiggle. I like that. I like it. I love it. The Flowerland Show, your Saturday morning. We're going to take a break here. We'll be back right after this. Rick, Doug, Dusty, and the canning diva, Diane Devereaux, right after this. Stay tuned. Bringing lawn and order to West Michigan and the world. This is the Flowerland Garden Show on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. All right, folks, throughout life, I've learned that you have got to maintain your sense of humus, and that's what we do here on the Flowerland Show. Rick Doug Dusty broadcasting live, West Michigan home and garden show from DeVos Place. With us, the canning diva, Diane Devereaux. She has a booth here at the show. She'll also be speaking from the home stage. Diane, let's get right into it. 
Uh, I'm looking at pressure canning, and I want to get some of my vegetables, some meals in a jar. What are some of the key points for our listeners? What do you need to do? Obviously, you got to have a jar first, right? You got to have a jar, and you got to have a pressure canner. That's okay. right. Yes. Yeah. So pressure canner, uh, jars, lids, which I know have been very hard to come by. So I'm very blessed to have them available for sale here at the show because we've seen some bare shelves oh, yeah. when it comes to canning supplies. Mm -hmm. But then also, you want to make sure if if you are gardening um, that you have the freshest produce. You're grabbing, you know, right, hopefully from the vine or from the ground, and then um, a really good recipe, and that's what I've been very blessed to be able to bring to people. Um, the other things you want to make sure you have are canning utensils. You got to be able to measure the headspace. Uh, vinegar is your best friend in the kitchen when it comes to home canning because you, that's how you keep uh, your your ring and your lid and everything clean. Yep. Um, it's also a great way to keep. Like, if you have well water here in West Michigan, mm. keeps all that calcium deposits off of your jars when you're canning them. Because okay. you'll be surprised if you don't throw a little bit in that water, everything's going to be cloudy and white, and then you got to scrub it later down the road. So, mm. just little things actually go a long, long way. And then, again, the complete guide to pressure canning. Having that as your guide in the kitchen, huge difference. Plus, there's 90 recipes. And I focus on soups and stews, stocks, broths, vegetables, yep. meat in a jar, and then meals in a jar. And for busy folks like us, that's awesome. Like, hey, this trade I didn't get home last night till about 10 o'clock. What did I do? Went downstairs, opened a jar of chicken cacciatore, heated it up, Oh. Ate that because I was sitting there watching a half an hour show and then to bed I went. So <laughs> That sounds great. So for our gardening friends across the fruited and rooted plain, any suggestions on what vegetables would be a good idea? If you want to get into the pressure canning mm -hmm. thing, I mean, obviously tomatoes are going to be a staple, right? Correct. And and yes, that, that, is a, that is a mainstay in a lot of families that are, especially new to canning, that's the, what they gravitate to. So yeah. if you're new, definitely start with tomatoes. Well, and Diane, I always tell people who want to get into gardening mm -hmm. that... Uh, they should grow tomatoes, tomatoes because tomatoes are the gateway drug to gardening. Because <laughs> if it. you grow a tomato and you're successful with it, you're going to start trying other things. See, right? the confidence builder. That's confidence exactly builder. it. Yes. And that's what we need with the canning. Absolutely. So tomatoes. Tomatoes what else? are a great place to start. Then, okay, so I have a really awesome roasted pepper recipe. So any of you bell pepper growers, I have some phenomenal ways to get that in a jar and reuse those. Root crops, wonderful. If you did beets or carrots, you can make them into side dishes. Um, you can also do green beans, and I wrote a delicious green bean with bacon recipe. Mm. Peppered bacon, if you like the spice. So, I mean, there's a lot of fun things. So, if you're growing this year, um, those are the key um, um, ingredients, but onions, uh, celery, you can't not put a vegetable in the jar. Now, of course, lettuce and things that are a little leafy, uh, they're going to get extremely soggy. But today I even have a jar of my, um, it's cabbage and kale soup. And oh. it's, kale kept its beautiful shape, and oh, so did the nice. cabbage. So, I mean, there's some really fun things you still can do. You just don't want to put a bunch of kale in a jar. That might be a soggy mess. Yes. I love that. <laughs> can I, can I uh, as a canning diva, uh, and you can use this in one of your speeches if you'd like, can I give you a gardening canning joke? I would love it. Now i got to write it down, though. Let's see here. here, here. Oh, give you'll remember. Me. Okay, i got to remember. You probably won't want to remember. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so this guy, this guy uh, goes to the doctor, and he shows up at the doctor's office to see the doctor, and he has uh, some beans sticking out of his nose and a carrot sticking out of his ear. He says, Doc, what's wrong with me? And the doctor said, you're 
perfectly fine. You just need to eat more sensibly. <laughs> you should see the face uh, she's oh getting. Oh my gosh. That's the same face <laughs> Leslie gives <you. laughs> Oh, you missed your mouth, buddy. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Oh, man, I tell you what. I love it. So, uh, one of the keys. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As far as canning and our, our vegetables from the garden is going to be cleanliness. In other words, making sure that that we're doing this right. I mean, does the dishwasher suffice or do we it have to go beyond It does for the jars. That? No, the, the old adage of having to boil the bejesus out of everything and have everything sterilized is kind of, um, well, it, it's it's doable if you're making jam, but not, not if you're using a pressure canner. Throw them in the dishwasher, get them nice and uh, quick washed or a quick sanitized session. But, you know, going to the vegetables and the prep work, that's where it's key as well. So you want to make sure you're scrubbing your root crops properly. You want to make sure that you're preparing any food. If anything got damaged or starts to mold, don't don't bother putting that in the jar. Um, so prep work on, on all fronts is extremely important. But as far as boiling the lids nowadays, they don't even recommend you having to do that. So it's kind of nice because those of us that are really putting up a lot, any little thing that we can do to save us even just a few minutes is, is key. Because we're going to really put in the time and the work. But the blessing pays off. What about herbs, Diane? Oh, I love herbs. Like now, I cooking love with basil. fresh ones. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You can use all of that. My basil diced tomato recipe, I actually encourage individuals to leave the smaller leaves whole because they're so beautiful and they're so tasty. Um, so you can you can can with all of your fresh herbs, dried herbs. So if you're into dehydrating, um, I really don't buy too much at the stores anymore. If I my basil, uh, parsley, and oregano, I'll grow that and dry that in my dehydrator itself and then just save it in a jar and, and use that all year long. So wow. lots we were, you can do. We were talking with Leslie about how food is love, and uh, currently we're talking with the canning diva, Diane Devereaux, here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. And Diane, if food is love, part of it's the... Uh, Part of it's the presentation. I mean, mm -hmm. if I were to get into this pressure canning thing, you're having guests over, you know, uh, 
to put it bluntly, you don't want a mess in a jar. I mean, <laughs> there's probably things you can do to kind of add to the uh, the aesthetics. Yes, so to you speak. can, and sometimes it comes down right down to the recipe. But I I'll be honest with you, there's been times where like meat in a jar, it's not very pleasant looking, <laughs> right? Okay, we're just gonna be honest here. Looks like there's a brain boiled in there. I'm like, oh my gosh. So that you go into the kitchen, you send the guests out to the front living room to go look at the new aesthetics or check out something cool, and you're in there dumping it out as fast as possible exactly. and getting it into a presentable Behind form. Behind closed doors, yes. <laughs> but fruits, vegetables, all of, I mean, it is a gorgeous presentation. One of my taglines is food is art. Yeah. And canning is my way of preserving it. I agree. Um, I, I, I do believe that. And so I do focus on color and texture when I'm creating a recipe. Even if something may not have a uh, particular flavor that will attribute, if it's gorgeous and it blends well, it's going in there and I'm writing it down when I'm publishing that recipe. You know, we mentioned tomatoes, but I would think apples also, mm -hmm. right? Oh, those An important are component mm -hmm. of, of possibly uh, pressure canning. And I use it sometimes to just thicken up a particular recipe. So chutneys and various um, um, fruits, uh, uh, fruit relishes, I guess you could call mm -hmm. it. Um, apples are a mainstay. I will also use it when I'm canning turkey meats and cabbage because it'll sweeten it up and get rid of some of that uh, oh, pungent nice. flavor. Yeah. So yeah, gorgeous in presentation and actually a method to the madness. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, about 30 seconds left here. Diane Devereaux, the canning diva, I wanted to ask you uh, this beautiful book, The Complete Guide to Pressure Canning. Uh, I always put people on the spot, like I'm okay. looking at white bean and portobello pot rose, mm -hmm. which sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite recipe? If you had to pick one, to what pick is one. it? I'll be honest with you, it's Julia Child's beef bourguignon. Mm. I was able to take the math and science and, and create a way to place that in a jar. And I covet those. Mm -hmm. um, it's an expensive recipe because you got to have a good bourbon or cognac. You have to have a really nice wine yep. and shallots. And it's time-consuming, but it's delicious. It's my favorite. Well, people who know me know I'm all about stories. That's the reason I wrote uh, the books that I did. And uh, we're learning from both Leslie and from Diane, two wonderful ladies, that recipes are stories that are passed on through the generations, maybe tweaked a little bit, but passed on through the generations. Both those ladies have wonderful books. In this case, Diane Devereaux, The Canning Diva, The Complete Guide to Pressure Canning. What a great book. Great to see you again, Thank Diana, you. for spending for time with us on the Flowerland Show. Thank I hope you. you have a great show. Thank you. You too. All right. All right. Talk to you soon. We're at the bottom of the hour. We'll update you with the news here on News Radio, Wood 1300, 1069 FM, and then more interviews coming up with experts here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show, kicking off the spring season, spring 2022. It's Rick Doug Dusty on your Saturday morning. Stay tuned. Making wetting your plants an acceptable lifestyle. Now more of Rick, Doug, and Dusty Miller with the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. Well, who are you going to call? Of course, you're going to call the Flowerland Show. Good morning to you. Rick Weist here, Doug Dusty alongside engineer producer extraordinaire in the studio, John Elk. Thank you so much, John, for your work. We appreciate it. 
keeping us aloft here on the Flowerland Show, broadcasting from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show at DeVos Place. Uh, before we move along, uh, giving you a education with uh, some of the experts here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Guys, I saw this past week. Let me find this here a minute. Okay. And, and this is great for our listeners, too, in case you're, you're thinking of making a, a job change, maybe a new career, okay? Looking at this. If you're tired of your desk job, maybe, okay? You might be intrigued by a recent career listing from the Department of Interior's U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Okay. You know the job yep. you can get? Nope. Grizzly bear conflict manager. <laughs> love it. I would love it. You would? Yeah. What do you I do? I would be interesting. What do you do? What would you do? Bring a picnic basket, <laughs> Dusty? I would bake a blueberry pie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the uh, the salary range, I guess, for this job is $79,000 to 103000 dollars You may have to relocate to Montana. Uh, however... Uh, the pay is is pretty good, and I would think uh, that would only make sense because if you're a grizzly bear conflict manager, you're going to be in some tight spots. Well, you got to tell me what I got to do, you know. Well, I, my hopes, uh, my hopes would, uh, if I ran into a mad grizzly bear, he'd be a toothless grizzly bear. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. You know what? A lot you, safer. You know what you call one of those, Dusty? No. no. A gummy bear. Oh. <laughs> that was good. Uh. That was good. You got yeah. one? You I do. Lay on me? Well, I do. do what, what is a bear's favorite after-school activity? <sighs> Making honey. I don't know. Cub Scouts. <laughs> Cub Scouts, of course. Oh, that's good. Of course. All those cute little cubs running around those lovable little fuzz love balls. It. Love that's it. great. Who wouldn't love it in your role as a grizzly bear conflict manager? Look who has swung by the booth yet another landscape and gardening professional here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. And by the way, Doug, uh, yep. this place is filling up. It is. It is. And I think everybody wants to get a little taste of spring today. Yeah. You know, outside we are, but inside this is gorgeous. Uh, so anyhow, Nick Hybor, uh, Nick, a friend of ours, Hybor Landscape and uh, Maintenance here in West Michigan. One of the uh, professionals here in West Michigan that make our communities beautiful. As a matter of fact, Nick, uh, at 2 o'clock today, I'm going to give a presentation on the garden stage about 20 reasons why you should develop a relationship with plants. But one of the points is that when we beautify our homes and we beautify our parks or our businesses, it creates a sense of pride within the community when it looks beautiful. Absolutely, yep. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank good you for morning. having me. You bet. Appreciate it. Great to have you here. So, yeah, that's uh, that's one of our, our key things is to just uh, take our community and, and beautify it. And uh, we can do that through maintenance. We can do that through landscape installation. We can do it through hardscapes and softscapes and, you know, plant materials and just educating people. Um, that is one one of the most important things we do. So it's Okay, all another new term, soft softscapes. Softscapes. Yeah, we talked about hardscapes. Now we get softscapes. Softscapes. Yeah. yeah. So, Nick... Uh, we obviously have gone through this pandemic, and it's a green new world. There's a real appreciation for plants and gardening. As a professional landscaper for our outdoor living space, what do you see people looking for now? What are they asking for? What's the primary interest in the uh, 
in the yard, in the backyard, the front yard, whatever it may be. So the biggest thing that uh, I think you touched on earlier when, with uh, Mark Witte is uh, community and uh, community spaces and outdoor patios, um, kitchen, you know, kitchenettes, everything, everything that has to do with bringing the family together because everything that's happened over the last couple of years, um, people are really needing more community. So you would say that uh, one element that would be important is uh, integrating cooking into our outdoor living space and then also having a uh, a platform or a surface that's comfortable to walk around on and enjoy. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Bring anything to bring the family together to uh, put down technology and uh, you know bring back bring back the the sense of uh, family that that we all seem to be missing. What kind of plant material do you think is important in a West Michigan landscape and I know this is usually you know I usually ask the unfair question if you have a favorite plant tell me what it is and it's like I can't do that I do actually but you do I do yes. right they came prepared yep. now, my, he knew I was gonna ask that question <laughs> I love I love working with natives and my favorite plant is the witch hazel I just oh I, I, I think oh. it's it's yes. my it's my absolute favorite I mean if it flowers early early spring um, you know February February or March um, Flowers before anything is beautiful fall color, and it's just a cool native plant. This guy it's knows true. me. This guy yeah. knows me. You know, one of your Nick, favorites. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, of course, I love viburnum. I love witch hazel. I like the plants that give us, at a minimum, three seasons of interest. For sure. Yep. Absolutely. So when you look at something like a Juneberry or a viburnum, or as you mentioned, a witch hazel. When we're putting in landscapes or someone's doing it themselves, we're looking for two to three, maybe four seasons of sure. interest. Yep, absolutely. I mean, we can get four seasons of interest even out of deciduous plant material like an oak leaf hydrangea. Uh, the beautiful blooms, the fall color, the uh, oak leaves in summer, and then even that cinnamon exfoliating bark in winter. Those are the kind of plants we're looking for in our landscapes. For sure. Yep, absolutely. And I've got a couple of good examples down in my garden. Uh, the, the most simple one is the red twig dogwood. I mean, you see them all over West Michigan landscapes, but they really pop out in the garden this year for us. And another one is um, a golden curls willow. That's kind of my showpiece for oh. as far as my plant material in my garden. Nice. Um, it is... Uh, it's big. It's uh, more of a shrub than it is a tree at this point, but it uh, it's it's about ten foot by ten foot, and it's it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. So and that gives us uh, gives you a, a kind of a yellow fall, a yellow color for the twigs, and then also kind of a curly appeal appeal that um, really really is a showpiece. His name is Nick Highbore. Highbore Landscape, one of the professionals that you would find here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. I saw that uh, that plant, Nick, but I also saw in your booth half a boat or a quarter of a boat. <laughs> and I live near the Muskegon Channel. I'm going to tell you, that thing ain't going to make it very far yeah. down the channel. It's, it's not going to make it very far down the channel. So, What's the story? Give us the story. What is that? So my brother restores uh, Chris Craft boats for a living. Oh, um, He's one of the lucky nice. few that can do that, and he is a phenomenal craftsman. And uh, what he did is he had a boat that came, came in that was beyond repair. So they cut the transom off the back, the back of the boat off and made a, a bar out of it. And it's it's a beautiful, beautiful piece. And it's uh, yeah, it's for sale down here at the Home Garden Show. So now you use it as a bar or an entertaining Yep, correct. Center. I think it'd look great out in the Muskegon Lake area. I mean... Rick's backyard, hey, you're thinking? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Absolutely. Hang on one second, Nick. Doug, <laughs> yeah. Doug what's a transom? <laughs> I was going to ask you that same question. Oh, so that, that is the back of the boat. Oh! 
I, I was educated Why didn't by you my, say that? I know. That, I was educated <laughs> by my brother as well. So. <laughs> okay, so it's the transom of the boat, and uh, we convert that into a bar. Uh, very, very cool. But it all goes back again, Nick, to the point that uh, whether it's the beautiful cushioned furniture or the incredible uh, array of plants that are available to people today, they're looking to really enhance that outdoor living space. And I always encourage people, uh, if they're doing that, to also look for some plant material that has white blooms. Whether they're own root roses or planting some moonflower seeds or whatever, because at night, uh, that really adds to the entertainment value. Absolutely, no, I couldn't agree with you more. So, Lighting and music also an aspect, right? Lighting and music, yep. You can... Uh, there's different ways to create um, create a space and create community, and you know you can do it through flowers, you can do it through lighting, music, um, you know, and uh, hard hardscapes and, and and everything basically. Nick, I'm a guy all about stories, and uh, I'm especially interested in stories about old guys because I'm an old guy, old. <laughs> and uh, and Doug is too, and and Nick, just tell me a second for our listeners about your dad. <laughs> He's still out there working at... How old is your dad? So my dad is 67, I believe. Um, and he is... Yeah, he is still out there working for us. He is uh, getting very close to retirement. Um, he is, I'd say, 90% retired at this point, but he's been serving the West Michigan community for 50 years. I was 90% uh, retired a long time ago, Nick. <laughs> At least people will tell you that. Sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, he's uh, he's kind of a legend in our community, and um, you know, I uh, I've learned everything I know from him. And that's um, fantastic. You know, he's uh, he's he's my my biggest role model, um, and I don't appreciate him enough sometimes. Oh, that's fantastic. Sure. See. That's why yeah. I ask people for stories. Absolutely. Okay? And he's out there being 90% retired, but when things get busy for high boor landscape, you may find him on a lawnmower you somewhere. Might. Yep, absolutely. He does a does a little mowing for us here and there, and you know, it just uh, gives us that sense of experience. And uh, it's it's great to put him in front of customers too, because customers every every customer we have loves him. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, Nick, I respect you, your dad, your family, and your business, high boor landscape one of the uh, professionals here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Look for, uh, look for Nick if you stop by here today because he's going to be standing by this big willow-type tree. Which is awesome. Bush. Uh, sipping on drinks from a transom. Absolutely, absolutely. And if I could just say one more thing to you, I'd really like to, to thank uh, Lulu Cadu. Uh, they styled our booth. They brought in the dishes. They brought in the, the pillows. They brought in. They made it. They they took it from just a, a normal garden booth to really styled up. And you know they're out of Saugatuck area, and they they really treat us well. I love it. I love it. West Michigan community. West Michigan people. West Michigan local businesses. It doesn't get any better than that. Nick, much success this spring. We thank you for everything you do for the industry and always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Nick Highboer, Highboer Landscaping here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Rick, Doug, Dusty, we're going to take a break here on the Flowerland Show. Then we're going to wrap up the show. Final segment coming up from the DeVos Place as we kick off spring 2022, make sure to visit myflowerland.com. As a matter of fact, the Flowerland Show podcast is there for you to enjoy or share with friends and neighbors. And if you happen to be coming out today, love to see you at 2 o'clock. I'll be on the garden stage, going to give a presentation I need to change my plants. Quick break, back after this. Stay tuned. You
West Michigan and the world. This is the Flowerland Garden Show on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. All right, you, my friends, are in for a root awakening. It's the Flowerland Show. Rick Weist here, Doug Dusty, alongside at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. The aisles are filling up. Spring 2022 has officially begun. Don't get scared now. We'll talk you through it here on the Flowerland Show. Hey, uh, Doug, Dusty, look who came along. One of our Flowerland Show listeners, Elaine. And uh, Elaine is from, uh, you're from Granville, I right? I live in Granville, yes. You live uh -huh. in Granville. I live in Granville, yeah. And you're visiting the West Michigan Home and Garden Show because you won two tickets on our show. I did, yes. I was listening a few weeks ago and... I called in when you had your contest, and I got to be the right caller, and yeah, that's how I won the tickets. So help me remember, because I talked to a lot of people during the week, uh, Elaine. <laughs> uh, did you did you get all the qu the questions correct? I did not. It was something about a <laughs> was something about camels that week. And really? Yes, it was something about camels. And now that wasn't nice of me. Well, <laughs> but you told me you told me up front. Even if I don't get them right, I would still get the tickets. Oh, so, pressure oh, was off. Right. Yeah, the pressure, pressure was, was off. off. Pressure was yes. off. No, you did a great job. So <laughs> Elaine is from Granville, and uh, Elaine, there's benefits to listening to the Flowerland show, isn't there? Definitely. I tell everybody that I listen to your show, so I spread the word around. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. That's something, Elaine, we call in the industry a plug. I'm just throwing you a softball okay, here, okay, so you okay. give me a, a right. nice little plug. <laughs> I do want to ask you, though, any guest on the Flowerland show, oh, and by the way, I have a book for you. Here okay. you go. That's a part. Oh, Wow, gift for thank you. you very much. Yeah. Uh, I need to change cool. my plants. Okay. Elaine, uh, do you have a favorite plant? For all those fellow Flowerland mm. Show listeners across the fruited and rooted plain, I want to hear from Elaine in Granville what her favorite plant is. I don't know. Would a gladiola be considered a plant? Absolutely. That's my favorite. And why? Because I just think they're beautiful flowers, and they bloom quite a while, too. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, they do. I like them. I know, the colors are pretty, but that's my favorite, I think. Well, there's a, there's a good rhythm to that. Gladiolas in Granville with Elaine. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so, but no, that is one of my favorites, I would say, one of my, maybe the next one might be like, it's a pretty simple flower, but I like carnations and tulips too, they're very pretty. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very Dutch, so I like tulips. Oh, so me too. I'm very Dutch, yes. Me yeah. too. Do yeah. you eat the Dutch food too? Uh, occasionally. Like, yeah. have you ever had boudicol? No. That Dutch I licorice? I think I might have had that, yes. That yeah. Bun cat. Bun cat. Bun cat. Oh. At Christmas time, you got to have bun cat. Bun cat, yes. The hoggle slock stuff, you know, the, the sprinkles that you put on toast. See, I'm really Dutch. I guess, yeah, I guess you're more Dutch than me, maybe. <laughs> In many ways. I yeah. thought I was, I'm like 150% Dutch. You must be 200% Dutch. So. It, it runs through my blood, yes. yes. me too. Me well, too. Elaine from Granville, thank you so much for uh, for stopping by. I'm glad you won tickets. Thank a pleasure you. to meet you. You too. And thanks for your support of the Flowerland Show. Thank you. I really appreciate you. have a wonderful show. I really enjoy it. Thanks so, so much. Thank Elaine. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. It's the Flowerland Show. We're broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. I want to remind people that I will be on the garden stage at 2 o'clock today uh, giving a presentation. I need to change my plants. We're going to talk about uh, post-pandemic. Yes, the uh, 
what has happened to the gardening industry and our gardens and why we should develop relationships with plants. And I'll share some of my relationship with plants. That's coming up at 2 o'clock today uh, on the garden stage. Dusty, you know I talk to plants. Yes, I know you do. I do too. Sometimes my husband thinks I'm a little overboard, though, but that's okay. What, uh, what do you say to I just say good morning. How is everyone today? How are we looking? And then I might do a little turn, you know, turn <laughs> them around. And I talk to them. Sometimes I sing even, too. Well, they're, they're loving the carbon dioxide. Yep, and I am, too. And they, in turn, are giving you oxygen. Yep. It's, you can't, and happiness and You joy. can't buy that smell with all those plants and what they create. It's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, uh, Dusty, we got to ask Doug because, you know, when Doug gives me the look, I know I'm going off the edge. Uh, Doug, do you talk to your plants? <laughs> You're there. Let me tell you, I do not. Okay. I, I figured not. that. Um, you know, I would rather talk to humans, you know, but you guys do yeah. what you got to do, you hey. know. Take showers with them, talk to them, Talk to you animals, do. plants, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, coming up, folks, I'll tell you what, uh, in the next few weeks on the Flowerland Show, we're going to give you that kick in the plants that you deserve, that you're looking for. We'll bring you up to speed on what's happening in the garden and landscape. As the snow clears, we're going to start to see mole damage and vole damage. As a matter of fact, uh, I went to the MSU garden this past week and uh, in some of the areas as I disturbed them walking through I saw some voles scramble underneath the rocks under some of the cover Doug they're out there doing some damage well and that's what I'm hearing when people come down and talk to us at this booth today they're they're seeing the damage and they want to get get going and start fixing it up so yeah they're out there they're very active so of course folks are going to want to uh, be applying their lawn fertilizer soon mm -hmm. doing some cleanup in the landscape I would say though we've come this far don't drop the ball now you need to get out in the landscape especially with it warm this weekend look for the tail uh, telltale cocoa puffs laying around the landscape the rabbit damage that sort of thing I went to a gas station the other day and uh -huh. I'm pumping the gas that's and a good I, thing to do there. Yeah. 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 And I look to my right, and along the fence line is a row of, I'm going to say, uh, with no exaggeration, probably 40 burning bush. Okay. Wow. And every one of them completely girdled at the base. Oh. You know, you see the white uh, where the bark yep. is gone. Yeah. Completely girdled. Now, odds are those plants will come back, but they're going to have to start over. Mm. going to start all over again. And you wonder why. They picked on those plants. Because they're hungry. They're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Been a long winter for them, right? Exactly. And there, of course, is a lot of deer pressure also um, out in the landscape. We've got just a couple minutes left here, but I, I want to make a comment here a minute to Rob Bachheisen because uh, I saw here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show that Rob installed a pool just for me. When, when can I jump in, Rob? You can jump in anytime. <laughs> Thank you. It's I love that cool. thing. It's a little cool right now, but if you need to cool off, it's a great opportunity. You can describe it a little bit. It's a container. It's a, it's container. a pool. Yes. With a window in it. Yes. And our whole garden is you can't contain us. Yes. So we can contain the oh, water. I see what you did there. Yes. yes. Well done. Thank you. I'm just going to let you talk here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You got like three containers in your, your booth there. Cool. We do. One of them is a shooting shack. Yep. And the a other shooting one is what? A shooting shack. A shooting shack. Yes. Is this something I'd put in my landscape? What are we shooting? No. In? Well, shots. Yes. Shotgun. Jello shots. Well, <laughs> no. That's that's at night. You have to oh. be safe hunter in the morning. Oh. 
and so that's after five, then you can do those kinds of shots in our shooting shack. So <laughs> careful. <laughs> later on today, Doug, you and yes. I are going over to Rob's for Jello, Jello shots. shots. You bet. He okay. brought them with him. <laughs> a perfect thing to do in the landscape as we celebrate spring. Excited about spring, Rob? We are. I think we all are. I think we've, you know, we've we got back to maybe we've been a little spoiled with a little easy winters the last couple yeah. of years, and yeah. this year we kind of got back to normal, like the COVID world, we're there trying we to get back to normal. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us on your Saturday morning, folks. We're going to say goodbye. We'll be back next week. Head on down to the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. I'll see you at the Garden Stage at 2. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Doug, Dusty, John, and everyone here. Thank you very much. See ya. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.